Hey, hey, this is Megan, and you're listening to the Salesy Podcast. This is a podcast for a modern business owner where you will learn how to build your business while staying true to yourself at the same time. As a sales expert of the last eight years and an online business owner, I am here to teach you tangible sales techniques rooted in psychology and human behavior. Get your earbuds on and your salesy notebook out and let's get started today. Welcome back, guys. I am so excited today because we are actually talking about something that I feel like is not openly talked about, and that is how to make your first $20,000. Now, with this conversation and this topic, a lot of times we talk about making your first $20,000 inside of a launch, but for my service pros out there, you don't actually have to launch. So before we dive into the juicy, implementable steps for you, I want to really address three mindsets that a lot of people have when it comes to these five-figure sales month and these five-figure launches that really hold people back. And the first one is, is that you need a large following slash having the swipe up to be able to make a lot of money in your business. And while it seems like, you know, the rational A plus B equals C, having a large following means more opportunity to sell, which means you're making more money. It doesn't actually have to be like that because with a large following, there is a lack of intimacy that comes with it. And so thinking about your business as a sense of intimacy and saying, hey, you know, I don't have a large following yet. It is going to grow as my business continues to grow. But with the people that I currently have, I have the opportunity to love and serve them and be able to sign clients from my existing audience. And this is if you have 100 followers, if you have 200 followers, 300 followers, up until, you know, really that thousand, you have a lot of opportunity to make sure every person is seen heard and valued inside of your audience. The second thing is, is that for you to make money, you have to sell, but most people don't want to sell because it's sleazy, it's slimy, it's icky, it's gross. It makes you feel like a used carmen, you know, whatever you want to attach to it. And in reality, you do have to sell, but thinking about sales as really an opportunity of saying, Hey, you have a problem. I have a solution for that problem. And because I have that solution for you, it does this weird thing where it freezes. Oh, Zencaster's having a moment. Hi, Haley. I don't know what it's doing. I have no clue. Okay. Zencaster was having a little moment. So going back to that, the second piece is, is that selling is not the mindset that a lot of people want to attach to because it comes with this idea that you have to be sleazy and icky and gross and like a used car salesman. And in reality, sales is presenting opportunities that people are really asking for because you have a problem and you are desiring a solution. And when you sell to somebody, they have a problem and they are desiring a solution. When it comes to very strategic sales, I always say like simple is better. And that is actually something that we teach inside of our programs here is that simplified sales really comes from understanding where they're at, getting to know if you can help them first and foremost. And then from there being able to say like, here's your problem. Here's why you're getting stuck in that problem. And here's how we can solve that for you through support and those types of things. The third thing is, 
is that it's just a worthiness thing. For me, worthiness held me back for so long in my business because I didn't feel like I could make large sums of money. And it for me, it wasn't the first $20,000. It was when we got up into the hundreds and 200s and 300s and started signing $20,000 contracts, which as an early stage entrepreneur is insane. But it's just that, you know, a lot of times in business, we bring in mentalities like you have to work really hard for money and you have to work a lot of hours and those types of things. And as an entrepreneur, your goal is to really build a business that is with the intention of selling it not saying you're going to sell your business, but really building a business that doesn't operate out of you being the sole worker, the sole provider, and the sole money maker. And really leaning into this idea that like, I am building a business that allows me to step away and have the life that I want. In addition to, I am worthy because I am. Because it is one of those things, like if you do not feel worthy of money, you're not going to be able to really start hitting those marks. And it's, it's sad because worthiness really comes from our parents and our parents teaching us that and coming into business. It is that first self, you know, personal development, self-development journey. So three things to consider before that. Now we are going to dive into really the mechanics of how to make your first $20,000. And in addition to that, how to utilize it in your business today. So if you got off this podcast and you follow the steps, you would be able to say, okay, I can start moving in this direction. Now, income is never guaranteed. We never guarantee income, but we can make it very actionable. The first thing is, is really planning how you're going to move in this direction. And a lot of times when we start mapping out these huge numbers and these, you know, $20,000 and higher launches, there is this idea that like you have to sign, you know, 20 people at $100 a month or 200 people at $1 a month and then you go to your audience and you're like holy crap I do not have the size of an audience for this specifically so then we shift into audience growth mode and for you what we want to break down simply is looking at our ideal client so who are we serving and how are we serving them looking at our current offer what does it have what does it not have what does it need and what are the selling points of it And when I say selling points, I don't just mean, oh, you get one-to-one calls. Talking about that one-to-one call in a way that says, okay, you get one-to-one calls so that we can make a custom plan for you to implement over the next 30 days. You get voice messaging support in between for all your additional questions. And then we provide the tools and the resources that is needed. So if you need a script, we provide that for you. If you need a spreadsheet or you need a ClickUp board, we help you make that. Because that allows you to really look at it and say, okay, what is inside my offer? Does my offer align with my ideal client? And on top of that, am I charging what the actual worth is around this service? Now, a lot of people struggle when it comes to charging because the hard part of that means we have to break down our time. So we have a very specific pricing model that we use where it is a simple formula we will also put it in the show notes for you guys let's make a note but it is very simple it is going to be hours worked times hourly rate we'll put that in parentheses times 1.3 or 1.5 
So 1.3, we're adding in just taxes and we're not profiting on the service. 1.5, we're building in a 20% profit margin. Why I say 30% for taxes is it is better to have more money prepared for taxes than less money. This is a business ownership lesson that I've learned. When it comes down to your hourly rate, though, a lot of times as an early stage entrepreneur, we start with something of 25, 35, 45 an hour because we just pull that number because it's more than we're actually making. And to go back and to really think about our hourly rate, we are going to have to break down how many hours a week do you want to work? How many weeks in the year do you want to work? And then in addition to that, how much money do you want to make? And so if you haven't discovered your hourly rate, hold tight. We will do a podcast all about how to start planning that, implementing basically the rundown of CEO stuff. So once we have our ideal client, our offer and our pricing, that will allow you to be able to start figuring out how many people you need. Now, in the beginning, a lot of times we want to sell something low ticket because we think it takes less energy to sell a low ticket item than it does a high ticket item. And in reality, that is not the case. It takes the same amount of energy. It actually takes different triggers to sell something low ticket. Low ticket is going to be very logical. It's going to be very much, what do I get out of this? What is my ROI? Where high ticket is going to be very emotional. If you haven't studied consumer psychology yet, Women buy emotionally, so we have that emotionally charged feeling, and then we justify it rationally or logically. So a really good example of this is I just bought a Jeep, and I was like, I just want a different vehicle, and then I justified everything after it. The car loan, it wasn't as nice as my previous vehicles are. It doesn't have a backup camera, which I haven't had a backup camera for almost... I've had a backup camera for four years, so that's been quite the learning experience. So with that... I tell my early stage entrepreneurs, my scale to 5k family, that you don't want to have more than five to 10 people in your first offer as a coach or a service provider. Here is why. That is a lot of people to serve. And it is a lot of people when you're just figuring it out. And 10 people at $1,000 is a 10k month. Now we like to work it so that you're working with like five to seven people, because that is more of a manageable workload than trying to find 10 people. Because in reality, when you know that number and you can focus on it, you can really move in the direction that you want to in finding those people. Now we have a free lead gen in mini course that you guys can grab in the show notes below, but this really allows you to say, hey, I am going to start lead tracking and I'm going to start finding leads every single day, five to 10 every single day. And I'm going to start communicating with them to start the buying process. Because in reality, if you find seven people and you charge them $1,000 a month for three months, that is $21,000 that you will make over three months, which will make a $21,000 launch. So that is very profitable in the beginning. Now where most people get hung up is the lead generation and the sales part, because again, selling is not natural in the sense of selling. It is natural in the sense of communication, but there's a lack of correlation between sales and communication or marketing and communication starting out because most people have had one bad sales experience. And by having one bad sales experience, they decide that sales is not for them and they will not be doing it. And so a lot of times we either have the top of our funnel, which is very full, it has a ton of leads, it is really just bursting and we're not taking them through and we're not converting them. Or there is a lack of 
conversion because there is a lack of leads. And so starting to think as lead generation, not as one of those things that, you know, oh, I'll just get to it when I get to it. I'm going to build a website instead and start thinking about it as like, this is a money making task. And for me to make my first $20,000, which it is very easy after your first 20 to make your first 100. A lot of times people get very hung up on like, oh, I only am making X amount and how am I going to get to this place? If you can make $20,000, you can make $100,000 pretty fast. You can make $200,000 faster too. But really thinking about like, okay, instead of me focusing on a website when I don't have an audience or instead of me focusing on my follower account, how many leads do I currently have in my lead tracker? What does the pool look like? Who do I need to convert? And if I'm not converting people, where is the disconnect in this? Is it a lack of skill? Is it a lack of tools and resources or is it just a lack of like, hey, I got to suck it up and do it? I mean, the fear of rejection and the fear of failure is very real for an early stage business owner because in the beginning when you're selling, you feel like people are saying no to you and your entire existence. And it's not really like that. It really just comes down to they're saying no based on their perception, the value that they find inside your offer. Listen to me closely. Your offer and where they are currently at. And so removing the personalization, this idea that if they say no, they're saying no to me forever and everything I stand for. And really thinking about it from a place of like, it's not really about you. It's about them and where they're at. And thinking also about it, you know, it is just data. It is how many no's did I get today? How many yeses did I get? For those specific no's, where can I get feedback, which we offer feedback inside of Scale to 5K for you guys so that you can be getting feedback whether you already have the conversation or you've had it previously, but really thinking about it from this place of like, okay, if they say no, I'm going to go to the next person. And if that person says no, I'm like, I want you to think about it visually going door to door as if you were looking for someone very specific and you will not stop until that person is. It's like finding your dream person. You know, ladies, we talk about never settling for a man. And if you're a man listening to this, don't ever settle for anybody. But really finding that person who works with you and works well with you, it is the same process. And so Instead of getting hung up on, you know, if they say no to me, they're saying no to me forever and really starting to lean into this. Now, the thing I'm going to say about failure is, guys, not doing something is still failure. Not doing something is still failing yourself. And so a lot of times as business owners, there's this idea that it needs to be perfect and it needs to be perfect the first time. And I'm here to tell you, you guys can see it. My first podcast interview was not the best one. My first Instagram story, not the best one. My first live, not the best one. But success is not the opposite of failure. The opposite of failure is just achievement. And so starting to lean into this idea, you know, really moving into a place of like, I fail often because I take risks. Now, if you are somebody who maybe you're a recovering perfectionist, maybe you struggle with the failure part of that, I encourage you to find a place outside of your business to fail in. So for me, I really started to learn to be present and to push myself going to yoga. Now, not everybody's going to lean into this idea of exercise. We're going to talk about CEO habits later on in the podcast season. It is essential for you to find somewhere to fail. So whether that is trying a new hobby and figuring out if you're good at that new hobby or, you know, exercising, something like that. Because learning to fail in a safe place 
is going to be beneficial for you when you go out and do those things so that you can grow in the ways that you want to. Now, the third part of this we've already touched on is just the sales. And if you are truly lacking in sales skills, you know, there is no book that can teach you sales the same way good practice can. And a lot of people do not want to put in the practice because it feels weird and awkward and we have to learn how to wing it and those types of things. And for you, you know, really practice your pitch, really take the time to lean into it and really do it because sales is the lifeline in the beginning of your business. I would say from zero to your first million, it is selling people on the idea that you have and the message that you have. And then, you know, I haven't made my first million, but probably your first million to first 10 million is the team and selling the team. And so thinking less about like, oh, it's about me and everything that has to do with me and start thinking about there are people out there who need what I have. They need the support. They need the guidance. They need the tools and they need the resources. And honestly, I'm doing a disfavor by just waiting for them to come to me and not helping them sooner and not serving them sooner because that is really where a lot of people can lean in and show up. And this doesn't mean going out and cold pitching everybody under the sun. It just means understanding that like somebody could slide in your DMs and you could have a conversation with them. And then two days later, they could slide back in and be like, hey, like you really took the time to get to know me and my problems. I know this is the right fit for me and I know I'm ready to invest. So if we want to break down the math for all of you who maybe you missed it, all you need to find is seven people who pay you $1,000 a month on a three-month contract to make your first $21,000. So it can be simple. It can be easy. And for you, it is very, very possible. As always, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And if you have any questions, go ahead and leave them down below. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You guys know the drill. Bye. If you have loved today's podcast episode, go ahead and take a moment to rate and review on whatever you choose as your platform to listen. Rating and reviews help us not only be able to serve you deeper, but to bring more people in to learn more about sales. If you ever want to check out the behind the scenes, go down to the show notes. My Instagram is always linked and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of Salesy.